Hey, you're listening to the Single Dads Podcast, a podcast for single dads by single dads. In this podcast, you're going to be encouraged and hopefully given some practical tools to be able to become the parent that you've always wanted to be and that you know you can be. Hopefully this podcast encourages you. Make sure that you download the Single Dads Podcast app to join our community. Hope you enjoy the show. What's up? What is up, everyone? Single Dads Podcast. Got another episode for you. This is going to be a good one. We're going to be talking about what what do you do whenever you drop the ball. But before we jump into that, Scott, you want to tell them? Yes. Yeah, so we are going to start, um, or I should say, we're going to have our first um, men's support group on Monday. Today is Friday the 15th. So in three days, Monday the 18th. 9 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Everyone that has downloaded our app will receive a link via email. Um, um, I've had, I'm not going to go into too much, but um, I've had... There's uh, been an interesting chain of events. Interesting, uh, to say the least. But um, rather than make excuses, I'm just, we're just going to... Send you a link. Don't worry about the app um, as far as um, uh, for this first podcast, or uh, I'm sorry, for this first weekly uh, men's group. Um, We're just going to uh, send invites out and we're going to let um, this is a one, the one time um, everybody can uh, join, even if you aren't a donor or member yet. Mm -hmm. Um, The donation. Um, is working and functioning on our app, just FYI. Um, so after uh, this first meeting uh, or support group, I should say, um, we want everyone to see um, kind of how it's formatted. We want everyone to get some value. We want to introduce listeners to each other and kind of, uh, you know, just go from there and, we uh, we're really looking forward to meeting a lot of all of you face to face, and um, it's all going down Monday. Yeah, I'm really excited for it too, and I'm excited. Like I'm excited for this one because it's kind of you know we're letting everybody in. But if I'm being honest, I'm really excited for whenever it's the donors only because it's going to be so so much more personal for sure, and a lot more like one on one times, right? Um, and so I'm super stoked for that. I'm super stoked to hang out with you guys. Make sure you bring, you know, your favorite beverage, whatever it is that you want, uh, bring a notebook too, man. So that if something pops up into your head while you're, while we're in that group, like you write it down, you jot it down. Um, it is actually proven that if you write things down, you remember them (laughs) and you take them in a lot more. And so bring, bring that in. Let's be proactive. Let's, uh, let's learn from each other and grow together and become the dads that, you know, we ultimately want to be. Yeah. And, um, I know we have, uh, some listeners, uh, in Australia, um, in Europe, we try, uh, our best to cover everyone, but it's almost impossible. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we'll, I don't know. We'll see how this goes and, uh, um, see who shows up and, um, if we have some people, cause I know, well, I'm not going to get in all the time zones, but, yeah. um, uh, nine o'clock central standard time. And, uh, 
hope to see everyone yeah, there. It's going to be really fun. So, but, uh, so is what we're going to get into today. Uh, what's the topic again, Frank? Uh, what to do when you drop the ball, man? How do you respond to it? How do you how do you react? How do you make up for it? How how do you turn it around? So I was talking to Frank that you know um, we've gotten some feedback from our um, listeners that you know it. it we get on here and, you know, we're we're vulnerable and we talk about things that, you know, we're not too proud of. We make mistakes, too. And the purpose of us talking about those is so um, not only do we learn from them, but you guys can, too. Mm-hmm. And to let you know that it's OK to make mistakes sometimes mm-hmm. and um, maybe make you feel a little bit better uh, when we share when we make mistakes and. Sometimes, a lot of times with co-parenting, it has to do with communication yeah, uh, or lack thereof. And you hear me talk about um, effective communication often. I'm an advocate, a huge yeah. advocate of effective communication. And um, so we were actually in the studio yesterday and, uh, uh, you know, Frank got a call and... He had to bolt right away. Yep. Why was that, Frank? <laughs> Why'd you have to bolt? So I got a call, and it was because nobody had picked up my little girl from school. And she had been out of school for like 20 minutes now, 30 minutes. Um, and I was like, what the heck? So first thing I do immediately is obviously I, I call her mom because this this is my weekend. And I have her, obviously we know, you know, Friday to, right. to Monday. Right. And so first thing I do is I call her. And she says, um, she says, yeah, I texted you this morning um, telling you that you could pick her up today because she doesn't have school tomorrow and just bring her back home Monday. And so I was immediately really aggravated, <laughs> first of all, because my little girl has been sitting there waiting and that's never, ever happened, especially if it's like on my watch. Right. And so um, then after that, as you can imagine, um, I got the text message from her, um, which was kind of, I wouldn't say attacking, but let's just say like pushing off, um, pushing some blame in the direction, you know, which I'm sure we've all experienced and we've all done too. So um, I had to rush over there. And so what happened was, and I, and I told her this, I said, the, the text message came in at about 718 in the morning. Now, if anyone ever sees my phone, the notifications on it, whether it's from clients, whether it's from DMs, whether it's text messages, or whether it's from the other things that I use to operate my business, my notifications stack up really quick as soon as midnight hits because that's like when everything starts coming in. Um, after you turn off, because if you do like do not disturb at midnight, it turns off, and so then it goes back to disturb. <laughs> and so her text message came in, but it got covered in all these other push notifications, so I never even saw it. Now, we communicate through an app, and in that app, obviously, you can tell when the other person has read the the text message. And so I just told her, I owned it on my part. I said, hey, look, that's, that's my bad that I did not see it. I was like, I think this is just miscommunication. I'm like, because at the end of the day, I've had situations where I've messaged her about something, and when I've messaged her about it and I've seen that she has not yet seen the text message, I make it a priority to call because I need to confirm, make sure that we're both on the same page type of deal, right? And so 
that little thing happened, that little exchange, and, and it kind of started setting, this is interesting, it kind of started setting me off in like a little bit of a ticked off mood. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I'm going to cut you off for a second because mm-hmm. normally I wouldn't even allow you to have said this much because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think the whole purpose here is the first thing I would I uh, I was uh, I asked you your day was how 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 did your daughter yeah. feel when you picked her up mm-hmm. um, because that that was the first thing on my mind who cares about the blame game who cares why you didn't get the message uh, yeah I mean when you break it down um, bad communication yeah but at the end of the day if we're gonna talk about it if it's you, if it's her day to pick the, your daughter up, right, mm-hmm. and she sends you a text and leaves it at that, mm-hmm. that's not cool. I mean, that's not good enough for me. You yeah. have to follow up and confirm yeah. that, to make sure that your daughter's going to get picked yes. up, especially yes. knowing that Frank doesn't check his text messages. I know sometimes because he doesn't respond to me for three days. <laughs> so I certainly wouldn't Not soon cool. send him a text and and think, oh, it'll happen. Yeah. But so in your defense, but you know that we're not here to talk about the blame game. Mm-hmm. It literally, uh, it comes down to you know your the daughter effect. was left at school mm-hmm. for a freaking hour by herself mm-hmm. with a teacher or two, yeah. and she'll remember that the rest the rest of her life. Yeah. And you know, and so when I asked Frank this morning, I said, "How did you know? How how, how did the goose take it?" And uh, for those who don't know, who calls yeah. his daughter the goose, but um, he was like, "I was worried about you, Papa." Yeah, she was Literally. worried about him. Yeah, you know how how heart heartbreaking that was <laughs> to hear. I mean, I'm like, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, honestly, like that's how it affected her. It affected her to the point because she knows that, you know, like if I say I'm going to do something and it involves her, I do it. Um, she I'm, did, I'm she always doesn't there. know anything about co-parenting issues. Yes. All is she, all she knows was her experience is that, Hey, I have two parents and neither one of them picked me up. Mm-hmm. And for a 10 year old, that's like, you know, who who knows what thoughts go through her head, you yeah. know? And that was my biggest concern because, I, like, you have to look at it, you have to empathize and look at it from the perspective of your daughter and yeah, think, exactly. What's, what, what is she thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand that mom and dad don't communicate effectively, Yeah, uh, you know, or at yeah. least didn't in this case. Yeah, exactly. And Yeah, and, so, and that's where I was like, you know, as soon as she said that she was worried, um... It can be so easy just to be like, well, your mom this, your mom that, right? Which me and me and her mom hashed hashed things out um, in a civil manner. But there was no reason for me to bring that up with my little girl. And so no. all I told her, all I told her, I was like, I was like, look, baby, like, you know, there was just a miscommunication. And I know you don't even know what that means. I was like, but at the end of the day, this will never happen again. I was like, it, it'll never happen again. Um, and then I, I, that's when I started asking her, I was like, were you scared? Were you this? And then she was like, no, Papa, I was worried. I was worried about you. And I was like, oh, baby, I was like, I was like, that's so sweet of you to be thinking of me in the middle of, of of you experiencing something. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing, like I could have sat and just soaked in it and loathed in it 
and then just felt bad and felt bad and felt bad and felt bad and felt bad. But at the end of the day, the best thing I could do was listen to what she was experiencing and then reaffirm that it would not happen again. And, you know, and then we just had like a little dance party in the truck while we were driving. And so I dropped the ball, you know, like. And hopefully both you and your ex learned. Well, I mean, you know, if she does, if she, if she doesn't, then I learned a lesson. Right. Because I'm, I can only be accountable for myself. And you guys know that's what, literally like what we preach on the show. Right. Is you can only be accountable for yourself. Like, I'm not going to sit here and hope that mom learned something because that's out of my control. I have certain expectations now <laughs> based on previous events. And so I would be a fool to put the most incredible expectations on someone that's let me down multiple times. Right. And so. I know what I've learned. So what I've learned is that what I'm going to do is every single morning, whenever I wake up, if it's close to the days where something is going on with like the goose, I'm going to go to the app and check it. I'm not going to see if there's a notification. I'm just going to go directly to the app, check it. Cool. Nothing there. Boom. Hop out. I can do that when I'm, you know, taking my morning glory time, which is the morning poop. (laughs) (laughs) It takes no time at all. So that's, that's what I'm going to do. Um, but it was like, yeah, I mean, I dropped the ball, but at the end of the day, I, I, I talked about it with my little girl in a way where it was like, she needed to know, first of all, that it was not her fault, that she didn't do anything wrong. And Mm -hmm. she just needed to know that, Hey, it's not going to happen again. Like Papa was okay. And it's not going to happen again, and I'm not going to let it happen again. So, yeah. And so you feel good about, um, you don't like think that she's concerned or it's going to affect her in the, like, in any other way, like, be worried about, I don't don't know, another scenario like. Yeah, she probably will. I mean, it'd be stupid to say, like, oh, she's never going to worry about anything ever again after this. I mean, she definitely probably will, but I think that's why consistency is key. And I think that's why when this happened, her initial response was, I was worried that something happened to you because she's seen me be consistent this entire time. Right. Now, this is something that I want us all to catch, okay, is, like, if you're doing the right things 80% of the time, you're good. You're good. (laughs) But if you're, like, half and half... And you're like 50% of the time you're dropping it and 50% of the time you're showing up and fit, like then that's where that's where I, I think we're creating issues in our kids like to not trust us. But I think she knows like I can rely on my dad. This is just something that happened. And if she doesn't know that, then guess whose job it is to prove that to her with actions? Mine. And that's the only thing that I can focus on. Because if I just focus on like, you know, all the bad stuff, then I'm just going to be worried. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be constantly telling her like, Hey baby, like, are you sure you're okay? Are you sure you're okay? Are you sure? Being very pushy. And now that she's in the adolescent stage, we, we covered that topic. Remember all she's going to do, if I'm pushy like that, she's going to push me away. Yep. And so I'm going to create more issues because now I'm operating out of a scarcity mindset instead of an abundance mindset where I've learned the lesson. I'm going to do my best to make that better. And I'm going to do my best to offer her security in that area you know what i'm saying yep and it's funny you bring that up because um i i spent some time with my uh son (laughs) some quality time about five or six hours of it um which is rare uh i don't know if i should go into what as to why but um 
he he got his uh, learner's permit and uh, had to. <laughs> I we had. This, long story short, it's booked. You have to. We literally have to travel to get. Um, a, you know, learner's permit. DPS offices right in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex are backed up, so we had to travel. Um, oh, I think about an hour and oh, an hour and a half uh, one way, and um, <laughs> I got. I spent hours the night before getting every, all the documents ready. Check, you know, had the checklist, and we get there. <laughs> And I faked myself out. I had made color copies of his birth certificate and social security card. Um, and, and I honestly thought they were the originals, but they weren't. <laughs> so Some good copies. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to uh, unfortunately leave. But fortunately, they said, because yeah, I made that appointment two months ago. Mm-hmm. And they, she said, come back at 8.15 in the morning. So we went back home. Uh, another hour and a half, got up at 6 a.m. the next morning, drove back out there. But so, uh, and he did get his learner's permit. Let's but, go. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so in the car, you know, we had some great conversation, and uh, I haven't taken a road trip with him ever. So we haven't really ever been in the car like that long. Mm-hmm. So we talked about a lot of things. Um, but I actually learned some interesting stuff. And, um, you know, you talk about, like, you know, our, our, our kids doing things. If, you, you know, like you push them, push them to do something, they're going to do, you know, they're going to do the opposite. Like, you kind of just have to support them. Yeah, and you're a guide. Like, my son, like, decided he, he wanted to grow his hair out for a year, or let it grow long. And uh, as much as I didn't like it, you know, I said, oh, all right, cool. Do what you want to do, man. Yeah. And uh, he did. And um, in the car, he's like, oh, I'm going to cut my hair off for the summer. I was like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's just bothering me. I'm done. He's like, I just wanted to do it to see how it was. You know, I if if I if I kept bothering him, he'd probably yeah. keep it long. Oh, and, yeah. You know, it's, it, you know how kids are, man. But, um I, 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 which I brought up a topic and I was like, you know, you know, I, I support you in kind of everything. I don't, I've, I've not forced you to play soccer when you don't want to play soccer. And I haven't forced you to do this when you, you know, you know, try golf, try the, you know, I, I just kind of let you do you. Mm-hmm. And, um, as long as you're honest with me and, you know, we, we have, a, we have a, you know, our, our little honor code. You're honest with me. If you if you screw up, come talk to me before yeah. I find out the, you know, or it escalates or whatnot. And because of that, he has been an, a great kid. I mean, I've literally, um, he's done a couple of stupid things, but, you know, um, everyone does. Yeah. And uh, so my point in saying all this is, is that when you support your kid and let them be mm-hmm. them and – Whatever that whatever that looks like for you, um, don't you know? Don't don't re- give them resistance on or or force them to go left when they want to go right, and I think you're going to find that the long term outcome is going to be way more uh, advantageous for for you as a parent, and 
you know, that's that's just what I wanted to share. I know it was kind of a long story just to make that point. Yeah. But no, it's yeah. it's really good because bro, I I think it's so true. Um I'm reading a book and I showed it to Scott the other day. It's it's called uh, How to Do the Work by Nicola Pera. I've talked about it on the show before. But she was talking about parenting styles and how certain parenting styles affect affect us. Um, and now that we're adults, we can look back and see how it affected us. And then we can also see how it's affecting our kids. Um, and I think one of the things that she encourages the most is exactly like what you were just talking about is we're supposed to be guides, not dictators. And I think a lot of the times without even thinking it, we are dictators like you have to do this. You have to do this program. You have to go in this career. You have to like this. You have to like that. When it's like, dude, like, I kind of think of like ice cream. It comes in all different, you know, <laughs> uh, flavors. And our kids, they're all, they're part of us, but they're a different flavor. Like, my little girl is not obsessed with jujitsu. Now, is she going to do jujitsu? Absolutely. She's going to do jujitsu until she gets her first belt rank. And then she can choose if she doesn't want to do it anymore. But it's because I'm instilling resilience in her. And I want her to fail consistently and be comfortable with frustration and be comfortable with failure so that when she gets older, it doesn't take her out of it. But that's not like something that I'm like, you have to do this and you will continue to do this. No, I set a goal at the end of it. I, sh- I showed her the why on why it's important. And she's still 10. So she still has to do what I tell her to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Riley's a little bit different. You know what I mean? Like he's... he's He's making his own life now, pretty much. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. But no, men um, and ladies, if you're listening to this, um, just recognize whenever you drop the ball, like, I mean, just own it. That's what I had to do. I just had to own it. Um, I'm going to drop the ball again. I know I will because I'm a human, but I'm going to own it again. And the best thing that you can do is just be the, be as consistent as possible for your kids because, you know, the fact that my little girl didn't say... I thought you forgot about me says everything to me because there are kids that say, I thought you forgot about me. And it's probably because they're feeling unseen. So that showed me that my little girl has, has like felt like she's been heard and seen and prioritized. And that's, that's literally why, like we were going to talk about something else today. And I brought this up literally yeah, 30 minutes before we came on. seems like that's how it I, always happens. I know. I, I just said, you know, Frank, I know it's not your proudest dad moment, but mm-hmm. I think our listeners like it when we're vulnerable. And yeah. um, it was a vulnerable moment for you. And uh, I appreciate it. I'm sure our listeners appreciate that story being shared. And, um, you know, I, I think the whole, you know, there's a lot of uh, takeaways there. But, mm-hmm. you know, empathizing with your daughter yeah. and, and thinking about what, how it's affecting her yeah. is is key, and you know. So when when you guys do make mistakes like that, make sure that your number one priority is to empathize and put yourself in the shoes of your child or children, mm-hmm. and rather than make, you know, who you know don't 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 have the blame game and don't argue with your co-parent or whatever yeah. the scenario may be. Just yeah. worry about number one. And that is your child. Yeah. And first, that's, and for, first and foremost. That was the biggest and, biggest point I wanted out of that story. And uh, But uh, real quick, <laughs> this is totally off topic. <laughs> but I just thought it was kind of funny because I, I, I learned something when, oh, from Riley when we were in the car. Yeah. Um, it was like, 
yeah, so there was this fight. Uh, he goes, I didn't see it at school. And he goes, this dude, like, beat this chick up. What the and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, he, he punched her and then, like, picked her up and, like, body slammed her and threw her. Like, th- I'm like, what the hell, dude? Yeah. I'm like, and, you know, my immediate reaction was, you know, <laughs> you do know, like, hitting women or even doing anything to mm. you is is unacceptable yeah and uh i mean i mean defend yourself if you piss the girl off and put your hands up or something and run but, <laughs> or, but you know don't don't ever uh, slap or close close your fist and and uh i said you do know that right he's like i i do yeah and he goes but you know how a lot of people are thinking um his age he goes you know what i hear a lot of kids say um equal rights equal fights oh wow i never heard that before wow dude and um, i I don't want to get into the whole yeah that's wild i just i i I only wanted to share it because it was something that i learned Mm -hmm. and it opened my eyes to something there's stuff going on <laughs> way different way different way and, different and than the when fact we were there. that he was saying like kids at his school don't look at the what he you know the fact that a guy beat up a girl they don't look at it as like how poisonous it you know like yeah uh, 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 like we see it mm-hmm. and how we were raised about that so time, times are changing like kids now <laughs> that's how they think and yeah. that's the only reason i wanted to share it i didn't i don't want to get into anything else about well, that i think you shared it for a reason bro because i think this is a good idea tell me what you think i think you need to go home you need to talk to riley and you'd be like what else do you guys believe and see how it doesn't match up with us and we can do a whole episode on that because there's people that are listening that their kids are riley's age they're in that generation you know well, what I'm saying? Then I encourage them to sit down with their kids <laughs> and, and ask them. Yeah, because that's well, wild. That's not and, right. And, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to share it because I, as an as a parent, mm-hmm. uh, I have never heard that. Yeah, and I want you know that's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of information you learn. Yeah, when you spend time with your uh, with your kid, you know they start telling you things like he otherwise probably wouldn't have come home and you know he didn't see the fight but it all led to um i even went even went back in later and said what what was that again how what do you say equal what yeah (laughs) it was like equal rights equal fights i was like wow jeez that just that should make like put an alarm in us even as parents to know like we really got to watch our tongue man we like when we're at home, like if uh, because there's so much stuff going on right now, bro. Um, Dude, with like the Olympic <laughs> stuff that's happened, um, with like the transgender, all that stuff yeah. going like, and there's everyone that has an opinion. And whenever you have your opinion and you voice it proudly and out of anger at home, like what is that portraying? If you haven't forgiven your ex, and so you're still hurting. You're projecting hurt onto your kid. What are you going to lead them to, like, start believing? You see what I'm saying? Like, man, we got to really be aware. Because that's the next generation up and coming. Well, so talk to your kids. (laughs) Dig for information. Find out, like, bring up topics that, you know, 
or that have to do with different things like that. Um, because we're not going to get into to those things on this show. Because yeah, it's, it's just, just it's, yeah, we're not going to go down that rooms. That's a yeah. rabbit hole. We're not going to go down. No, thank you. But um, just the point, as Frank said, I just wanted to awareness, right? Yep, awareness. That's definitely awareness. <laughs> that's bringing that's an eye opener, big eye opener. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in uh, to Single Dads Podcast today. Hopefully, it encouraged you. Hopefully, it brought some value to your life. Thanks for hanging out with us um, and. Uh, Thanks for uh, hanging out with us Monday in advance. Yes. Look forward to it. Um, look for a link. If you have downloaded our app, you will get an email because you have. it requires you to uh, register mm-hmm. and put your email in. Um, and if uh, you haven't downloaded our app, do so. It's in the app stores, the Single Dads Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys on Monday.